welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 114. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Did you have a good weekend? I did. How about you? Yeah, I had a really good weekend. That's good. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about today, Sean? We are talking about the RAS. The RAS. RAS. What does that stand for? R-A-S. Cool. What does that stand for? Reticular activating system. There we go. Uh, so what does that mean? Do we really got right into this? That's how these episodes should be. Damn, bro. That's why we do this in a talk episode, so then we don't do this random stuff, and it can just all be educational. Sounds good. Wow. Well, I hope you guys like this. Um, wait, what about, what about reticular activating system? What were you asking me? What is it? I guess in layman's terms, it shows you what is important to you while filtering out the things that are not important to you. I like that. So what does that mean overall? Uh, well, whatever is important to you, you see. Whatever's not important to you, you don't see. That's kind of what it means, babe. That's all I got for you. This episode's over, I, as far as I'm concerned. You are the worst at being consistent with talking. No, I know. What I do is, like, sometimes I talk down here. Other I, times I talk up here. And I told you with that mic, you can't do that. Yeah, no. Actually, dude, it looks good. Anyways, so... I wouldn't say what's important to you. I would say like, right, because there's, I've had cars. So when I have that car, I seem to notice that car more on the road. Why is that not important to you? My cars are important to me. They get me from A to B and that's all I care about. Okay. All right. How about, hmm, it filters things in your subconscious and bring it to your conscious there you go i like that okay that's cool okay filters things from your subconscious and bring it to your conscious okay okay so what does that have to do with anything i uh, check it out it's got a lot to do with everything actually it is everything it's like your whole awareness okay of life okay okay yeah so your analogy you just used yes so, like, I just bought a Volkswagen Golf. Okay? Yep. Now, when I'm driving, I see Volkswagen Golfs. It's just how it goes. You just see that car. That car never meant anything to you until you bought one. Now you see them everywhere. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I think, like, everybody can relate to that one. That's yeah. the easiest one anybody can relate to. Yeah, I like that one a lot, to be Okay. Honest. But that is, it's not just about cars or what you want to buy or what you did buy. It's every single thing in life, negative or positive. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. So is that why when, well, I, I, I guess let's go with in general. Like lots of people have favorite numbers. Mm-hmm. So like mine's 22. Because we got married on the 22nd. Well, I mean, it was before that. Wow. Really? 
My number, my favorite number has always been 22. That's why I was like, so like, we should do this. Your favorite number has always been 22. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How'd you not know that? It was in the news article that they wrote about us. I thought you made that up. No. My gym locker was 22 and you made fun of me because you're like, why would you pick the second row? And I was like, because I like the number 22. Um, mm. In my microbiology class, I always chose the 22nd sample. Interesting. Yeah, whenever I could choose a number, 22 or 2. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, that that obviously has to do with the RAS. That is your RAS. Because then every, now everywhere, I always notice 22s. Right. Cool. More than any other number. Correct. Okay. I notice two numbers more than anything else. What's that? 22. Okay. And 666. Just, I don't know. You know, you just notice Weird. that. Weird. And so, like, whenever my car is at, like, 666, I just notice it every single time. That's funny. So, every 100 miles, I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. wait, no, every 1,000 miles. Every 1,000 miles, I'm like, boom, yep, there it is. So, does this have to do with, like, self-prophesizing, kind of? It is 100% self-prophesizing. So, I remember growing up, and my mom always... Um, never filled her cars up more than half a tank because she always said whenever she filled up her car to a full tank, that car would always die. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. You should ask her about it sometime. Does she still do that? No, not anymore. Thank the Lord. It was when she was in her Chevy Lumina phase. Yeah, no. See, the problem was she was buying Chevy Luminas. That was the problem. I mean, they were pretty fucking dope in the 90s. They actually were pretty cool in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she never had, like, any of the newer styler, style ones. I bet you if I look up, like, a 90s Chevy Lumina, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that car. I for sure will know that car. Because um, they changed the, the style, and it's just not, like, not that one. No. No. Type in. Oh, this one. That one. That one. That's. She never had that color, though. I think she had gold and a lot of gold ones. Trust me, they're not cool. Yeah, that's what we literally, because my mom always had the that. Chevy Lumina and my dad. No, not that one. The one before that? Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. No, 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 no. That's why I said that blue one. That's Oh, that silver one was the front end. This one? Uh, yeah, similar to that, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, way this cooler. One. Yeah, way cooler. Yeah, I mean, it was cooler, sure. Um, so, yeah, my mom had Chevy cool, Luminas. Cool, I'm not sure about. And my dad had Chevy Blazers. But the cool Chevy Blazers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the big, big box 1980 ones. 1980 Chevy Blazer. Yeah. Um, so. Those things, dude. Those are the coolest fucking things ever. And my dad killed so many of them. Golly, they I were I think so he at cool. least had like five or six when we just lived at 3rd Street East. That is horrible yeah. how'd he destroy so many i don't know i think he would get them at such high miles and then just dude i will i will i'm gonna teach you something audience that i've learned if you just spend a little extra money on a car with lower miles then you don't have to buy so many shit boxes yeah 100 percent. i don't do that but it'd be really smart to do that so anyways um enough about cars because that seems to be a topic of choice for us um so, by focusing on, I'm guessing, positive things, more positive things happen to you. Right. So, like you. 
we have we've always talked about how you're Mr. Go Lucky, everything goes your way. I really do try to think that way most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then people who focus on the negative, I'm guessing the negative is probably more prevalent in their life. Like if they were a more positive person, those negative things like wouldn't affect them the same way as they do with a negative mindset. A hundred percent. Right? Like you notice them more. There you go. Duh. Yeah. So, so like there's two ways of looking at something. And this is one thing I'm really huge on. I look for solutions. Mm -hmm. I do not look for problems. I do problems. No, I look for solutions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so if a problem comes to me, I'm rarely like, fuck, this is a problem. Like, this is a very big problem. Mm-hmm. Rarely do I do that. I go like this. Fuck. What do I do to solve this? Instantly. Mm-hmm. That's immediately where I go. Like, fuck. What do I have to do to fix this? Mm-hmm. Instead of, fuck. This is a problem. Mm-hmm. And then you're just, like, worried about it being a problem. Right. And so, by me being a problem solver and not a problem finder, I have trained my RAS my RAS. Mm-hmm. So whenever there's a problem, it's not a problem. I'm just looking for a solution. Right. Yeah. So you see it more in a positive way than a negative way. 100%. I mean, that was like... we It's got the, the same exact thing. Right. We got the wrong egress window put in. Well, yeah. the wrong window was made into an egress window. And Sean was just like, okay, our solution is putting in another egress window into the right one. I had two, I had two solutions. I walked around... And I said, fuck, a lot. And then I was like, we have two solutions. We either frame up a new bedroom and nix the old bedroom, or we drop another egress in. Mm -hmm. And so I thought about the framing situation. I thought, holy shit, by the time I do all of that, it will be cheaper for me to drop another egress in. So boom, that's the answer. And way less time. Way less time. So boom, that was the obvious answer um and now we looked at it in a positive way where we're like oh it'll be really nice for that uh downstairs living room to have way more natural light yep it's it's awesome it's a good thing Uh you know not necessarily the best on the pocketbook but whatever right what can you do right nothing so um plus now i learned like i have to on a job site i just have to go label where i need the egress put in which isn't a big deal like, I should have done that anyways. Right. I was just too lazy to fucking bring a marker and write on the wall, egress here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, such an easy thing that can be, that that now, like, whatever, we found a solution to. Mm-hmm. And now Sean has learned. I learned. It was good. That's cool. It's positive. Mm-hmm. I like that. Otherwise, dude, so many people, so many people would have done that, right, and fucked up. They would have, they would have like blamed the egress guy. I didn't blame the egress guy at all. I called him. I said, "Hey man, this is what I meant." And he goes, "Oh shit, I thought you meant this." And he's like, and I'm like, "Yeah, I see. I see how we got mixed up there." I said, "That's not awesome." I said, "Let me think about this, and call you back with a solution." And then that's what I did. And then he was cool with it. And he's like, let me take off labor. And I'm like, no, take off only half the labor. And he's like, sweet. And I'm like, thank you. 
And it's just like, boom, win-win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah. never once was I like, how the fuck, why the fuck do you do this? You know? Right, like yeah. calling and freaking out wouldn't yeah. have helped anyone. No, I just call and say, hey, man, <laughs> this egress looks phenomenal. It's in the wrong spot. Fuck. I but love yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know. That's so funny. But yeah, like so many people would have looked at that. They'd have got really mad. They'd have called the egress guy. Ah, what the fuck? Da, da, da. Um, and that's just not going to solve anything. Right. I like that because instead of like blaming him, like you kind you t- partially took the blame. Oh, I for sure took the, like we both took a little bit of blame. It wasn't even right. like taking blame. It was just like. Yeah, dude, I meant this. And he goes, oh, I thought you meant this. And I said, huh. I see what I got there. That makes sense. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fudge. Mm. That's kind of cool, though, that you both were able to, like, agree you both fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because then you're in, like, a more, like, even space. One of you is not more mad than the other. Like, you're both just like, oh, yeah, yep. cool. For sure. For sure. Um, What does Ed Milet have to say about Oh, so I guess, like, I've known about the RAS, but I, um, I, I heard a lot about the RAS when I started following Ed Milet about four years ago. Mm -hmm. He talks about it a lot. Mm -hmm. Then I got his book, um, The Power of One More. I've been reading that. Um, he talks about the RAS and that. He talks in depth about it and, um, like how to, he talks a bunch of different stages of it, but one of the stages he talks about is how to like make it happen, right? Like how to train your RAS. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very curious how he, have you read about that yet or not really? How to train your RAS? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm very curious about that. Cause, um, so I'm reading winning the war in your mind by Craig Groeschel. Yeah. Groeschel. Um, and he doesn't directly talk about the RAS, but what he says, it follows very similar themes. Um, but he more focuses on the lies, like mm-hmm. the lies you're telling yourself, which is what puts you in those negative, um, mind, mindsets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it's just his, I, I kind of, I like a lot of the things he says. He says like a lot of like neat little quotes, um, like who you are today is a result of your thoughts in the past, who you become in the future reflect what you think about today. Um, and I like to, he even says, like he wrote this book. So like he understands this, but he says even to this day, like he does struggle at times to focus on those positive things. Like he does a lot of like self doubt, like I can't do this. Why am I doing this? Who's going to believe me? Who's going to read this? Uh huh. Oh, absolutely. Dude fucking rob bailey talks about that same exact thing mm-hmm. yep and i just love i love when authors like admit that they like they still have issues with it but there's yes like it just makes it so much more um relatable because then you're like okay cool like even if i do master this like i will still have days where i'm struggling and like this is how i should go about it to make myself better right Yep. Uh, he does what the chapter I just read. I'm not very far in this book, you guys. But so I'm curious what what Emilet says to um like overcoming or like being in charge of the RAS. Yep. Because like he talks about how 
a lot of times you need you need to support to get over a lot of those thoughts like uh because at times like you will tell yourself okay i can do this i can do this i can do this but then every time you never do it so why are you still beating a dead horse trying to do the same thing when every time it's failed okay so um this guy's really religious sure uh, but he does say like, you can take, you, you can, you get a lot of value out of it. So you just use your own, like, like where he talks about God and stuff, you just kind of have to use like your own beliefs. Sure. Uh, which is, it's very interesting actually. And, oh, where did he say it? Uh, he basically says like, you need like. You kind of need God to help you, like, get above those thoughts. Because he talks about negative thoughts being, um, like, from the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, you don't have to believe that. But you can say, like, those negative thoughts are, um, like, from your bad side, right? So, like, you have a good side and a bad side. Right. Like, personally. Yes. So, your, your, your bad side, your demon side, black side, whatever, is trying to overtake the, the light. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uses the analogy of he tried to shovel his driveway one day in the middle of a snowstorm. And he said after two hours of shoveling by hand, he made a tiny little path that a rodent could walk through and that was it. And so luckily his neighbor had a tractor and was able to plow their driveway. So he's like, I needed that help to overcome that issue or that negative feeling so it doesn't have to be like god or anything but you can just use like i just like the idea that you can like try to get help so i was thinking of my issue like i have a huge procrastination and like i just have a huge procrastination issue so my like assistant could be like an app or something or like our calendar and i should really use it every single day like on our phones to pop up at like at 4 p.m i should be in the office for an hour at 5 p.m on tuesdays and thursdays i should post on instagram like you should use things to help you overcome those problems you're having mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. i thought that was interesting i thought that was a very neat way to like look at it as in like you should use tools to get over those humps and negative thoughts that you have yeah um, Andy Frisella talked about that last week on his podcast. He said whenever he, um, whenever he catches himself being lazy or procrastinating, he tells himself that he's being a little bitch and he immediately stands up and starts taking action, uh, start taking action. He does not even wait one second. If he notices he's being a bitch, he gets up. Does not matter what he's doing, who's he with, nothing. He just gets up and starts taking action. And I was like, hmm, I really like that. Is that the kind of tool you mean, honey? I mean, that could be his tool. Like, maybe that, right? Like, maybe that is what he needs. But, like, me telling myself every single day, I'm not going to procrastinate, and then I procrastinate, like, that obviously is, that path is not working. He doesn't do that. He just goes, 
I'm being a bitch. Yeah. And then he gets up. I'm sure. I love that. I can do that when I'm doing something else for 20 years. You know, like once once you make that habit and life change, right? Then you yeah. can be like, why the fuck am I doing this? And then go back to how you're supposed to be. That is 100% a train thing. Yeah. Oh. I don't like, dude, it's like the six second rule. But that like makes sense to me. Like when people try diets or something and they just like fall off right away. Yeah. Like, okay, obviously you need something or someone to help you because right. you're not capable of doing that one thing by yourself. A hundred percent. Yep. I think the tool thing you're using is very good. Is a very good. The tool and the help. Yeah. Is very good. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. That's what I was. I just thought it was very neat. It was just like one of the few things that I just, I just read. Mm. Uh. But yeah, he really focuses on lying, um, the lies you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, we were actually talking about this today, like, how we became the people we are. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much says, like, all those negative things we say about ourselves are lies. Mm-hmm. So, he, like, the exercises he wants um, you to do throughout the book is the one, the first one is writing down your thoughts throughout the day. So he said to like get a voice recorder or something so you can talk out your thoughts or write them down. But I'm guessing most people have jobs so they can't really write them down throughout the day. Uh, but record them and then write them down after the fact. So then you can kind of look through and see if your thoughts were overall negative for the day or overall positive for the day. Mm-hmm. And how you felt at the end of the day. Mm. Mm, and then you can kind of see then like what lies you're telling yourself right so like what if you had a mostly positive day but in the middle of the day you're just like man why do i suck at my job so much well there's there's your one negative lie that you're focusing on Mm -hmm. so i think that's kind of uh it's a neat thing i tried to do it one day at work but i need a voice recorder i can't i don't have time to write down every single little thing i think about right um but it was, it didn't make me start thinking like throughout the day if I've been having positive thoughts or negative thoughts. So like, it's been like an unconscious thing that I've been doing for the past like couple weeks like since I read that or try to do the thoughts thing is like halfway through the day I'll be like, okay, like am I more positive mood today or more negative mood today? And then I'll like try and think back of like, okay, what negative thoughts did I have throughout today? Like if I'm in a negative mood, like why am I that way? today so i think back to like the negative thoughts and sometimes it's like something annoyed me and i'm like why did that even annoy me like that doesn't have to do with my department or it doesn't have to do with me so why is that annoying me and then i kind of just think back like right it doesn't need to annoy me so i'm gonna just ignore it holy shit sean how is the 10 minute rant i'm sorry it was, I was just going. I was going really good. I've, I wasn't able to talk. I know. You're, you look like mind blown when I just looked at you. I don't usually talk this much. You're it's, talking so much. I'm sorry. Stealing my thunder, babe. I, I know you're the host and I'm only the co-host, but <laughs> I do have some good input every once in a while. <laughs> so yeah, I just think that's, that's a really funny. good exercise. And then 
Uh, the second activity he has you do is write down all your lies that you have about yourself. So, I mean, I should I should put down that I'm a procrastinator. Dude, no, hold on. So, the <clears throat> this is like the same thing. This is like your RAS activity. That's the same thing about your like productivity activity, mm-hmm. right? So, like I've done it myself and I've had like managers do it. Um, where you write down every like your time throughout the day, you write down everything you do oh, within yeah. like ten minute increments, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? For like the whole day, I did that with time. I've done that. I've had managers do it, stuff like that, right? Great activity to see where you're wasting time, dude, because you'd be like, wait, why the fuck was I like on my phone for fifteen minutes, like at three different points in the day? There was no like no need for that. And then it'll be like, oh, from whatever to whatever, I was just bullshitting. I got nothing accomplished, right? Like nothing got accomplished. And so it's really like that time activity is really fun, right? Now you take that and you do an activity for your RAS, which is like more important than time probably. Oh, yeah. Way. Um, because that would control time because mm-hmm. um, your RAS can slow down time if you're using it. It's like hitting flow state, mm-hmm. right? So um, anyhow, that's getting into the weeds. But taking that and doing the same activity of recording it recording your thoughts and then writing down your thoughts you can go back and look at like holy shit dude look at the wasted energy i used on thinking at 50 different fucking occasions throughout the day right and then why did i only have 30 good thoughts compared to 50 negative thoughts and then you could be like holy shit i need to fix that to be more productive and happy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, that was that was really cool. I like that a lot. Mm. Yeah, and he does say too, like when you are in one of those negative mindsets and just focusing on those lies, to like have a list of truths to remind yourself of those. Right. Right. Like it, it's like the gratitude. It's like a great a grateful list. Right. Yeah, a gratitude so, list. Yeah. Yep. So have a list of things that you know are true and that like do bring you happiness. Uh, and that like, cause like we've said so many times, right. Just starting that process of reminding yourself to be positive. So reminding yourself of those mm-hmm. truths, it gets it, it gets the ball rolling where you can stay in that positive mindset for a little bit. And then if you start going to a negative, then you start reminding yourself of those truths and eventually it becomes just a natural thing that you don't have to worry about. Yes. I want to go on that, but what was the second thing he did that you were saying? Uh, writing out your lies. Writing out your lies. Okay, so writing out your lies. When I first joined Rob Bailey's group, mm-hmm. that was an activity we did. Oh, you had to write out your lies, or like something your negatives. You we made our we made our like what bitmoji our avatar. Yeah. We made our avatar, and you wrote out everything about your avatar. We t- we went over that. We went over this on the podcast. Oh, the brand? You, you Yeah, you write out your brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you write out your brand how you are, and then how you want your brand to be. So when you write out the brand you currently are, you're like, oh, I'm a piece of shit and fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have these negative thoughts. I procrastinate. But it uh you write all that stuff out about your current brand, and then you, you when you write your new avatar, you're like, I got a six pack. I don't procrastinate. I'm on time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was like the same thing, 
um but you but you're writing like your your current brand and your new brand the thoughts you have today are the person you'll become in the future the thoughts you have today is the person become the future absolutely bro so we're making our avatars yeah Someone's in REM sleep right now. Hamill is in REM sleep. Um, it's so... I. This is why you guys should really start just reading business books, listening to business podcasts and stuff. Because it honestly, like, it's so neat how... Um, right? Like, we're connecting all of these. And, and they all say the same thing, essentially. Two different books and a coaching fucking group. Right. And a podcast. And a podcast. All tying the shit together. Right. And it's so cool. it's just so cool because uh, a person who reads the same book a thousand times is going to know more than the person who reads a thousand books one time. Who said that? Um, Isn't that what it is? No. Yeah. So they not necessarily know more. It's um, the, the real quote is, I do not fear the man who yes. practiced 1,000 kicks once. I fear the man who practiced one kick a thousand times. Thank you. Um, so it's like the the quality is in. So if I took this book right here, The Power of One More, and I proceed to read this book a hundred times over the next 30 years in business, I'm very confident that will pay massive dividends because I trust Ed Milet and his success over the last 25 years mm. and he's done quite well for himself um is a very big influencer in in the world and so i think that would like that that would benefit me a shit ton now say i only read this book once and then i read a bunch of other books from people who some might be as successful as ed my but most of them won't be i most likely won't be as successful Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my my deadliness in business will not be as, as high or, or life, really. Um, but then um, that's why so many um, – if you listen to a lot of the big guys, big guys in business, they read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill every year. They reread that same book, Think and Grow Rich, which is what we are talking about. Your RAS, your thinking, Think and Grow Rich – is exactly what we're talking about, but from 1920s, 1930s writing, right? And so a lot of highly successful people, and I'm not talking like successful in your world of maybe they're a multimillionaire. I'm talking like decamillionaires or like hundred, I don't even know what the fuck, what's hundred million, centi, centi millionaires? Sure. Centi, whatever the fuck. And then, um, so... And then like billionaires, right? I'm talking about uber successful people, right? That's the shit they read like every single year, year after year. They read that one book, Think and Grow Rich, which I think that book for me would probably be the power of one more because Think and Grow Rich is pretty fucking hard to read. Yeah, you've been struggling with that one for Dude, a while now. So I've gone through it twice now. Um, I've I've read it. I've read like... I've read portions of it multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've never gotten through it reading, but I've listened through it twice now, um, which is good listening to it. I can get through. But um, reading, it's pretty tough for me. Yeah. Compared to like 
I don't know, 100-year-old writing's kind of difficult. Yeah, I could see that. So, but anyhow, um, it's the same exact thing into now, right? And so, um, but what Ed has to say about it in his current book is that to optimize your RAS, right, or to control your RAS, you need to elevate the quality of your thoughts, okay? So elevate the quality of your thoughts, okay? And then once you do that, it's a two-step process. So it's a two-step process to master the positive thoughts in your mind. And by mastering your positive thoughts, you increase your confidence and forward momentum and you decrease and remove your fear and anxiety by increasing your positive mindset, right? Okay, by a positive framework in your mind, you decrease fear and anxiety and increase confident and forward momentum, right? And he said it's a two-step process. It's a very important two-step process. Intentionally elevate the quality of your thoughts. That's the first step, okay? Love it. Yeah, focus on your truths. Okay, focus on your truths. And the second thing is repeat. Uh, it actually says repeat, repeat, repeat. Right. It's three repeats with an exclamation point. So all you have to do is elevate the quality of your thoughts and be intentional about doing that. So every time you get sidetracked, you get off, you get into those negative weeds, like the negative thoughts, intentionally elevate the quality of your thoughts back to a positive framework. And a lot of inspirational people too, I know they talk about writing down your like gratitudes every morning. So then you're, you're starting your day on a good note. Yep. And they, your gratitudes, your truths, whatever you want to call them. Like I, uh, one of my friends was struggling in the past couple months and that's literally what I told him to do I was like have a list of five things that you know are true and that it make you happy to think about and like whenever you're feeling down like write those five down just have a set a set five and just write them down every time you have a like a bad bad thought mm-hmm. I just think that's just writing them down to me just really puts it more into your brain of like these are truths. Like, this is what I know. Right. And this, it, this makes me happy. Yep. Yeah. No, I think uh, your, your gratitudes are very, very powerful. Chen mm-hmm. and I, we end our days with gratitudes. Uh, but we do that because we like to remember the little things throughout the day. Because uh, it, it makes you think about the little things. Because we don't really. We get five things we're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And they have to be from that day. Yep. And so sometimes, I mean, obviously it is like we got to hang out together. But I can't say that I'm grateful to have Sean and Mimi because I have them every single day. Every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dash. Yep. The man. Yep. So it's been kind of nice. They've been hard lately, though. For me, at least. My days have been just so monotonous, but it, it does make me really think hard of like, okay, what am I grateful that happened today? I'm be honest with you, mine's difficult because usually I have more than five and I have to be like, hmm, what are my top five? Ooh. That's usually where I'm at. That's good. I'm fucking just Mr. Positive, positive over here. 
got the RAS dialed in. Not really, dude. That thing gets off track a lot. Yeah. And then I just um, intentionally get it back on track. I do like, too, like this guy, Craig, he describes it as like when uh, the lies take over, losing control of your mind. And I just really, I there's certain things he phrases things in here that I really like. Bro, you can lose control of your mind if you are not careful. 100%. Because sure. as soon as you start focusing on those lies, you will spiral down into an endless pit of negative thoughts. What did I tell you today, Sean? I couldn't find it in this book, so I don't know if it actually came from here. Uh, About why we think worst case scenario. Oh, well, yeah. It's like the uh, caveman theory. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually did. did I watched a video on that last week, too. Oh, did you? Are you the one that sent it to us? Yeah, there's a very high likelihood I sent that to you. Yeah. Yeah, so what it is is the reason us as humans, like, naturally think of negative worst-case scenarios is because that's how we have been trained through human nature. Mm -hmm. Because when we were cavemen and then up until fucking maybe 100 years ago. Yeah. To survive, we thought of worst case scenario. We walk out of our cave, being cavemen, walk of our cave and we go, what is going to kill me today? I need to be aware so that I do not die today. You know what I'm saying? Walk mm-hmm. out of our cave. I don't want to get eaten by a mountain lion. I don't want to trip and fall and die. Don't want to get an open wound and fucking die because mm-hmm. everything killed you back then, it seemed like. I don't want to not find an animal so I can feed my family yeah. and starve. Yeah, don't want to yet yeah, not find food or water. Um, so you like you were focused on the negative. Dude, but but hear me out. So negative, like your human nature, our human nature has trained us to be negative thinkers. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Like you have to intentionally think of positive things. To not go into a negative spiral. Mm. It, dude, negative thoughts are so fucking immediate. Um, but what if back in the day, they never thought, like, what if they didn't think about negative things? What if instead of thinking, like, where am I going to, like, instead of thinking, like, what I'm going to go find an animal and feed my family today. Yeah. Instead of thinking, what if I don't find water today? What if their mindset was, I'm going to, like, I'm going to find water today or where is the water source that I can get to drink from? Where is the animal going to be that I can harvest? Instead of, man, what if I don't find an animal today? Or going fishing, dude. Like going fishing, I'll be like, God damn it. Like, why can't I catch look, why can't I catch fish when the dude with the same exact bait as me right next to me is catching fish? And we're doing the same thing. It's just my negative, sh- my negative mind. Like, oh man, I'm not a good fisherman. You're just pushing the fish away with your negative attitude. Like, dude, a- that's what I'm saying, dude. Those fucking fish know when you're negative or not. Hell yeah. And when they you're do. positive, they're like, oh, dude, we'll bite this thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got to think in that realm. Don't think of like, oh, like I need to catch or like, why can't I catch a fish? Think of like, how do I catch this fish? Or instead of like. I hope I don't get skunked today. I hope I at least get one fish today. Think of like, I'm going to catch multiple fish today. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I I'm did have another. Yeah, go ahead. What? I'm going to look for the places to catch fish. Yeah. You know? I did have a thought during that, and then I forgot it because I got distracted. Oh, that'd be. Uh, no, it wasn't your fault. It was more Dash walking around. Mm. This tick, 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 tick. Uh, I, yeah, I just, 
as you, you all know, Sean and I love this shit because, I mean, I honestly think, I mean, this is, this theory of stuff has changed my life. I mean, before we even actually knew about everyone believing oh, in yeah. this. Uh, I mean, I went from a pretty dark place to being happy as can be with a more, a way more positive mindset than I did four years ago. Yeah. Four or five years ago. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, sometimes it does take, I mean, it takes a lot of, a lot of effort to get there. And mm-hmm. like, obviously everyone's going to slip back into their old ways, but it's only for like a short time. And once you think about all the positives again, then it's so easy to stay in that positive mindset. We just can't start focusing. Oh, focusing on the negative. Uh, uh, this, I think, is a huge... This is the pandemic in the U.S. right now. It's the victim mindset. Mm-hmm. 100%. This is victim mindset. The RAS, not utilizing a property, you end up with victim mindset. 100%. Yeah. So that's... Like, a majority of the population right now are just so focused on worst-case scenario and all these negative things and thinking the U.S. is the worst place in the world to live. Like... Okay, because you're thinking that way, you're focusing on all the negatives that are happening right now. And you don't see the good. And you don't see the good. Sean and I, we haven't really been focusing on the negative, what's going on in the world. And we've been living life, enjoying it, and having a grand old time. And right, there's times, I mean, we see stuff and we're just like, whatever, like that doesn't affect us. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... It is a, it's a huge issue right now, and it's going to take a lot for, I mean, the U.S. in general to change its mind again. Uh, All big time. A lot of people big, big thought time. changing our president was going to make things better, but... It has made it worse. I think it has made it yeah. worse. At least the economy's gotten way worse. We are now in a recession. Hey, we're talking about mindset, not that. No, I know, but um, I just wanted to point out the obvious for the audience. Yeah, but uh, it just goes to show, I mean that it i mean sure there's an issue there's tons of issues going on in the u.s right now but no one's bringing any solutions everyone's just focusing on the problem uh and that's not helping anyone obviously you want to know the solution what's the solution personal excellence and that's what we'll end on today i love it all right thanks for tuning in guys i hope you enjoyed it had a wonderful time this weekend at big fetch's wedding hell yeah catch you on the next one see ya Yeah, yeah, yeah.